Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You make your way down into the sewers. A familiar journey, Bobby, that you have made many times before. To the court of the Beggar King, one of the most established crime lords in Waterdeep and head of the Shadowy Thieves Guild. Janos, of course, sent you on a mission with his offsider Clodric to rob a house of artifice and to bring back an amulet from that house. Since then, you have gone shopping, <laughs> enjoyed a coffee, had an argument with a group of uptown hobgoblins, and at last, you are back to repay your debts. When you arrive at the court, you can see that Janos has not enjoyed waiting for you, and indeed is already in a foul mood. Well, well, well. If it isn't Bobby's shit debts. <laughs> Come oh. to pay me back me money, Bobby. I think we're, we're square, oh, Beggar King, uh, in terms of our debts, uh, money-wise. But I come bearing good news and the amulet you requested. Yeah, the amulet I requested for last night. It's almost one of the clock right now. I could have been doing a shit all morning. But I've been waiting here for you. I'm clogged up, Bobby. I'm bloody angry. Um, I, I'm super sorry. Uh, but um, feel free to release your bowels right now. Shut it, Bobby. Your apologies, your bloody shit, I want them. I want bloody results. And an amulet. I want amulet and then I'm gonna get some results. I hand him the amulet. You hand him the amulet. All right, you, so Janos looks at the amulet, sniffs it once, because for some reason, that's something that he does. <laughs> Cardamom. <laughs> and passes it to an offsider who ferrets it away into the labyrinthine building behind him, um, underground building, that is there is a sentence I just <laughs> said. Um, great, says Janos. Then all we have to do um, is get Clodric to... Hang on. Where's Clodric? Yeah, I don't know. He just left. Clodric left? Yeah. We, we, we had, I mean, we had to, like, hot-foot it pretty fast out of there. Uh, and then it turned around he wasn't there anymore. Clodric punctual Clodric. Clodric never late, Clodric. Clodric always around, Clodric. Left at the best point of time. You know what, actually? He spied a, a chubby little uh, halfling, and I believe he followed him down an alleyway. So, uh, who knows, knowing his predilections, uh, he could be there for a good half day still. Well, I'll have one of my boys look into it. Hang on, no, hang on. Make a deception check for that. Um, but that's pretty reasonable because he we'll does We'll call it 15. We will call yeah, it Yeah, but we cut all that out yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, all of that for so. the podcast. Oh, yeah, no. no one knows about all that yeah, weird Everyone weird thinks stuff. that was your joke. <laughs> yeah, that's why that was that stunned silence. <laughs> cool. What did you, just to be clear for anybody who happens to be here today, um, that... They are. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry, Dave. You know what? It doesn't really matter. This is all nonsense. Um, what did you get? Five. A five. five. He's not buying it. Clodric. Clodric, famous lover of tall people, Clodric. Clodric, famous lover of giants, Clodric. Where is he, Bobby? Where is he, Bobby? Shit lies. You're going to have to come clean. He's killed by a robot. I don't know what a robot is. Oh, uh, a glitter man, like, killed him. A glitter man killed him. Yeah. Well, 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 well. (laughs) Janos, uh, (laughs) or did he have more? No, no, but he's gone. (laughs) Uh, Janos is, if he was irritated before, he is positively irate now. Um, However, he is a reasonable man and he's willing to give you one last chance to redeem yourselves, probably because of the fact that Clodric was a bit of a creep anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you're so upset about Clodric. I mean, granted, he was one of your workers, but he was... He owed me a nude painting. (laughs) Oh, I can do a nude painting for you. Well, that is nice of you to offer. (laughs) Hey, it would be my pleasure. I, um... Me happy to pose. (laughs) But I have another thing I start taking off my clothes. (laughs) Sister, no! (laughs) (laughs) I had Clodric on a job for me. A very important job, and you're gonna have to fill in for him now, Bobby Lake Dicks. <laughs> Most of his nicknames for you just seem to be changing your surname. It's pronounced pancakes. <laughs> I eat pancakes for breakfast, Bobby. <laughs> Janos goes on to explain that he is in the middle of a turf war with a. Are you quite alright, Simon? Oh, Someone funny. said, I ate, uh, yeah, after I eat pancakes for breakfast, Simon will be out of commission for a few hours. Because <laughs> it's a breakfast food. Janos explains that he is in the middle of a turf war with another crime lord, this time a dwarf who run, who works out of the ship line, which you obviously know, um, and a member of an illegal guild called the Shipwrights. He is meeting with the this crime lord, who is a man named Albrecht Rumsfeld, that night. That could be a fantasy Something name. funny pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nothing, sir. And he is going to need um, your help. In fact, you're going to need to be his help because this is maybe one of the only ways in which you can keep your heads. The whole place is likely to be trapped. I need someone to go scope it out for me. I don't want to be walking into a bloody trap. I walked into a trap once, got me eyes cut out. Then what happened? Magic spell brought him back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But I ain't never walking into a trap again. You're going to go there, you're going to scope the place out. Watch over things. And to make sure that you don't skip town, he's not letting you out of his sight until then. So you spend the rest of the afternoon confined to the court of the Beggar King. You have access to you know, the, the, the sort of surrounds of where he lives, but he's not letting you outside. Do you go tonight. anywhere you want, my house. What's that? You can go anywhere you want, Neil. Oh, cool. Um, you seem to have a... F- you have an interest in art? Do you have a collection of art? Yeah, what's it to you, Bobby? Well, as I, I'm a painter myself, and so I, uh, I'd love to see it, if you could show us around your collection. <coughs> well, uh, no one's ever... Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> he takes you down a 
sewer, let's call it, let's call it what it is, um, where he has hung various paintings, um, laid out some sculptures from local sculptors that he admires. I'm very keen on provenance. I try and only acquire art from within 100 k's of water deep. I'm very committed to the art scene. I said, we need an art skill. But they said no. So, you know, this is a painting of a dragon. Uh, yeah, with a big dick. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. It was Ooh, funny. dick follow you round room. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the... Pa- that how you tell it good dragon <laughs> dick painting. Bobby... As an appreciator of art, you find most of this stuff to be pretty um, obvious, tacky, and not very good, but he's obviously very proud of his collection. And this is me pride and joy. A white painting with a picture of a little kid on a bridge. (laughs) Flying a kite. (laughs) Look at it. It's just so peaceful. So, so... Serene. It makes me think, you know what, maybe I shouldn't string people up in the sewers, let them drown and shit. Maybe I shouldn't cut people's faces so they don't cheat me on bloody cards. When I look at this painting, I think I could be anything. I could even be a baker. It entirely white canvas. (laughs) No one was asking you, (laughs) dudes. This is bloody art. You see what you want. Get out of me gallery. Get out. Especially you sloppy hard jakes. <sighs> I'm, I'm sorry for my friend, but it's a truly a beautiful collection. You really think so? I do, with all my heart. Well, thanks, Bobby. Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> And I think we can go ahead and say that you have improved your reputation with the Thieves Guild. Congratulations. Um, That night, you are escorted by some of the enforcers of some of the Beggar King's men back to the ship line to a a sort of um, open area of the docks where, you know, where, where a deal might go down. Um, where there's not too many places to hide, where everything's a bit out in the open. There are two large warehouses on either side of this, what is really essentially a small courtyard, alleyways leading from both sides into it, and there are um, boxes and crates that have been taken by stevedores off ships and put on the docks that are waiting to be ferreted away into the city. Um, The sun is already setting, and one of the Beggar King's offsiders, a man called Byron, tells you that they are expecting Rumsfeld in about 30 minutes. Oh, I'm in about 30 minutes. Um, (laughs) So I'm just going to call Rumsfeld's going to come. Byron is a terrifyingly intimidating (laughs) half-orc berserker with a scar splitting his face in half. So um, if you just like... um, if you just wait here, um, yeah, you sh- should be about, about 30 or so, if, if that's okay with you guys. Um, do you guys want some bread while you wait? Yeah, I'll have some. Yeah. Okay. Um, we want bread. Well, there's some sourdough there, um, some rye, <laughs> some pumpernickel, we've got some olive oil, and we can bring some balsamic as well. It's Did me ever tell you about me relationship with bread? 
Byron lays out the plan very quickly before you can continue and explains that he now has to leave the courtyard and in fact will be returning with four other lieutenants of the Beggar King as part of their delegation. They will be meeting at the seventh bell with Rumsfeld in order to negotiate a truce for the two have been in, in a turf war. Now do you remember what bell I said? Do you remember what bell? Seventh bell. That's correct, yeah. Um, and whereabouts are they meeting? Like what's the, 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 the environs? Is it an open space? Is it a... As I said, it's a courtyard. There's an alleyway which you come down. There's another alleyway coming the other way. And we're just, we're just being the muscle for uh, You're hiding. You can't, you're here to case out the area and to be added protection. It's very, it was made very clear that neither of them were bringing any type of muscle. No one is to be armed. You're there secretly to make sure that nothing happens. Okay, I have a plan. Um, I take out my uh, rod, is it called a stationary rod? An immovable rod. An immovable rod. Really thought you were uh, gonna go with the invisibility dust, but go for it. No, I'll say- No, no, your plan's no, better. No, no, no. no. <laughs> What I will do is I... We hide behind Rod! No, no, no. <laughs> is I, will get, I will get Filch to... I will hold the Rod, I'll have her throw me up in the air, and I will press the button, and so I'm hovering over the top at a great distance. And then Filch and Dilge will take the invisibility powder and uh, have that to cloak them. All right, that's okay. That's excellent. Do you want to? How just will you get down? Quickly, I'll make... press the button. I'll like. Okay. Oh, you fall. Yeah. <laughs> Real. Um, all right, excellent. Well, why don't why don't you just make for me? Um, we'll just say that that's throwing Strength? a halfling is easy for an orc. So we'll say it's DC ten. But tell me how many points you beat DC ten by in a strength check, a straight strength check. Uh, right before rolling. Can we can we help? This is an opportunity for us to kind of bond. Can Actually, I help? you can help. So you can roll two dice filled and tell me the highest okay. and add four to it. The highest is eight, eight. The highest is eight, so it's twelve. Oh, okay. That's that's not a great throw. <laughs> um, so they throw you once and you make it about six feet up in the air. Would we just not have same chemistry as old times. <laughs> and you press the button, so the system works. Are you happy to just? <laughs> No, I'll say, hey guys, let's try this again. I'll, uh, Dilge, if you could catch me. Um, and uh, we'll, why don't we try this one more time? So we roll again? I'm going to let you guys do it one more time. However, um, you don't have very long before they arrive. So this is pretty much what you get. Yes, 18. 18. All right, great. So you, you get. Just like old day when we throw Halfling into Cliff together. <laughs> huh? You get about third. They, they managed to clear you about 13 feet up into the air. Mm -hmm. You're up in the shadows next to one. Site, one of the two warehouses that are overlooking this courtyard, and you are basically clinging onto a giant rod that is connected to nothing, hovering at that distance. Mm -hmm. What about the rest of you? What are you, what are you guys going to do? This make Dilge feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> this feel good. Dilge been living pretty uh, safely until oh. now, Filch. It time you live. You live barbarian like me. Literally like two minutes before they get here. Okay. We bond later. Oh, wait. Oh, you uh, have the powder already. Oh, I have the powder. Okay, uh, ready? I don't know. I can't read instructions. Oh, sister, let Wizard Dilge do this, and I'm going to roll to comprehend how I use the powder. All right. Okay. It's very easy because you're a wizard. So It's, it's a, a four. <laughs> <laughs> you think you eat it. Yep. Ah, oh, sister, it's simple. Like all powders, this best eaten. <laughs> Please. We shove it, we shove it in our mouths. Yep. We invisible now! 
can you just very quickly make for me, again, an easy insight check, Filge, to realise that you're not invisible? <laughs> I rolled another four! Ah, I got a 19. Okay, Filge, you think something's wrong and you try to convince Dilge that he has used the powder wrong. However, Dilge, you double down that this is correct and that you can only see each other because you're both invisible. <laughs> Filge, me not lie to you. Me never lie to you. We invisible. But me see own hands. <laughs> yes, you see own hands. Me see you hands. Me see you because we blood. Oh. <laughs> so you both just freeze in the middle of the courtyard? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. yeah. No, well, what are you going to do? What would you do? Bilge is really pumped up. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's nailed yeah. it with this eating the powder right. thing. So we could just stand in the middle of the courtyard. Yeah, we make no effort to hide yeah, and stand And we're like side. super casual because we're so confident. Um, guys, I can, I can still see you guys. Oh, um, you invisible too. <laughs> Incredible. I, th I just think it'd be best, um, just for the two guys here, to just um, hide behind um, that wall um, of the court courtyard. Uh, I go if you guys want to. I'm not. I'm trying to. <laughs> uh, 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 sure. Uh, if uh, it make you feel better. If it make you feel better <laughs> for dumb dumb, we go hide behind wall. All right, you guys make self checks. You're both so cocky that this is unnecessary. I'm going to make them a disadvantage. Yeah. So both of you roll two dice and tell me the lowest. Oh, both roll two. Um, and then tell me the lowest oh, yeah. and check it against your stealth. And because it's night, this is moderate, so 15. I rolled a three and a one. <laughs> um, I rolled a 20 and a four. You rolled a 20. Oh, congratulations. 20, uh, natural 20. All right. Hooray. I'm yet to roll At out Comic Con, of the they clapped digits. us when we got a 20. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. If only every day were Comic-Con. <laughs> the two of you slip behind boxes and even as you do, Byron races back and signals. And soon he is joined by two other in terribly intimidating but strangely falsetto-voiced henchmen and Janos. Janos, of course, you recognise, but far more interesting to you is the other alleyway where you see not humans but dwarves, tough stevedore dwarves coming down the alley towards you. In front of them is a dwarf with a fine, beautiful black beard and an ostentatious hat, a sort of floppy kind of... Is that a Saturday hat? Probably got from Hat Shop. <laughs> it's like a kind of Venetian hat, if you, if you knew in the, in the magical world of Faerun what Venetian was. Um, it's a sort of floppy hat and very expensive, tailored leather clothes. This is a figure that you assume must be the head of the shipwrights. Albrecht Rumsfeld, who even now calls out to Janus. Well, 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 This continues for some time. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right then, Albert. Hello there, Janos. Or should I call you Fuck Goblin? You've some nerve there, Albert. 
coming into this alley calling me a fuck goblin when you well know that my mother was killed by a fuck goblin. <laughs> I don't want to have to put up your shit today, Albert. I came here to talk terms. None of me boys have got weapons. None of yours have either, right? I'm a man of me word, am I not? Or a dwarf of my dwarf? Yeah, it checks out, I guess. <laughs> All right, so we talking this? We well, while they begin to talk terms, can the three of you make a perception check for me at DC 15? That is a two. <laughs> that <laughs> Yeah. Is that a four, a four, and a two? Uh, uh, so I far, it's, if you count the uh, disadvantaged dice I rolled, it's four, three, four, two. <laughs> <laughs> what an asset. Um, <laughs> I got six. Yep. And I got one. <laughs> All right. Oh, do I get it? I've got a luck thing. So if I, I do a you, one, Whenever you roll a one, you get to roll again because you have half Sweet balls. Luck. 20! Hey! <laughs> that is... That is some turnaround luck. All right. You start doing gymnastics. Filge and Dilge. The two, the two of you just nailing this invisible hiding behind a box thing, are just enjoying yourself so much and really getting into the one-upmanship of the fight that you are completely just enthralled. You've forgotten that Bobby's above you and you're just having great fun watching sort of, you know, a true crime thriller play out in front of you. Me not believe this. This just like in novel me read one time. What novel? Me try to make time to read. It's... <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's... Why bring up if can't remember name of novel? I remember name of novel. It just you put me on spot. What last novel you read? <laughs> <laughs> why you... Why it always like this? Why it's so good for a little while? Then we argue. <laughs> Bobby... However, you are not so easily impressed by Half Orc Book Club. Notice, (laughs) (laughs) instead, you suddenly see a movement in a window in the warehouse opposite you and a glint of moonlight on silver and you realise in that instance that what you see is a figure, a humanoid figure with a crossbow even now, sighting the distance towards Janus. I draw my short bow. Okay, you are hanging. Oh no, I'm sitting. Uh, uh-uh. I'm sitting on it like a like a trapeze. Swing. Like a cat. Like a, yeah, like a trapeze thing. I'm sitting on it. It's like a rod, right? I'm a yeah. guy. Yeah. So uh, I draw my bow, and I uh, is it is it glass? Is it open? Is it's, it? It's not glass. The gla- I don't think glass exists. It's like open. You're fine. Oh yeah. I shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, excellent. Well then, um, you, go ahead and this is a sneak, a sneak attack. Don't forget to add your bonus dice. 11 plus something? Anyway, <laughs> me reading Sisterhood of Traveling Pantaloons. <laughs> wow, me hear that good. Me <laughs> reading Sorry, the bone 11 sundials. Plus, 11 plus four, is that right? Or plus five, isn't it? Is plus five your attack? Oh. We, did, we did this three days ago. Which one's attack? <laughs> I'm gonna, it's plus five. I'm going oh, yeah, to throw you a bone. All right. You, yes, yeah, so in, that is enough. And, Your, then, and then D6 plus three. 2D6 plus three. Oh, 2D6 plus three. Okay. We've been doing this for months. So if you, if you're all those two. Okay. Oh, six plus Eight, three. Nine. 11, po- 11 points of damage. Okay. Suddenly, everybody spins oh, up um, as they hear the unmistakable sound of an arrow flying through the air. Albrecht, you look around just in time to see a halfling 
perched and probably against a wall, firing an arrow at where you know you have one of your own assassins um, stationed, and the arrow hits. You also see an arrow fly above your head and hit some, somebody that you didn't even notice was there. The I two yell. of you really feel like you're getting to grips with this book conversation, <laughs> and you're both flat-footed. I yell, Janos, it's a trap! I thought we said no assassins. I thought you said no traps! They both draw their swords! Yeah! I brought a sword! <laughs> <laughs> Why did you feel the need to say that out loud? I don't know. I was lying on it. I said I didn't bring any weapons outbreak. This the surprise round is over, so Bobby, you're next. Um, so I uh, I yell down, I draw my bow and, and point You've already drawn your bow. Okay, it's I I knock an arrow and uh, have it pointed at Rumsfeld and I'm like and I yell to Janos, I've got you covered! Albrecht Rumsfeld! One foul move, and I'll pierce your heart with this true arrow straight into your guts. Did you say pow move? Thanks, pow. <laughs> are you going to delay your action until he does something, or are you... Back away! Back away! Go back down your alley with your men, or you will cop it. Great, so that is a delayed action, which means that you can decide, depending on what he does later or not, to, throw, to fire that arrow. Um, free stuff's not even here. So we go up to Rumsfeld, you're next. Uh, I look directly up at him and say, Cop what? Cop what? <laughs> and I say back, This flinty arrow in your eye. Step off, Rumsfeld. Take your men and retreat. Okay, we're going to call this an intimidation check to see... Yes. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> intimidation checks! You are a tiny halfling. He is the famed terror of the ship line. So this is a hard check, DC 20. However, you are fucking flying against a wall and he didn't know you were there, so you have advantage. So two, ro two dice, you need to beat 20. You add your charisma modifier. 14. Plus, what do I put? <laughs> 14 plus 3. 3. 17. 17, not enough. Rumsfeld laughs in your face. <laughs> Wait, Filge, we stopped talking about book club. Something funny Rumsfeld, happening. It's your action. You could, you have, now you have a scimitar, you have a bandolier of throwing knives. You also know that you have assassins in the windows. Uh, I throw all my weapons down and I say, come fight me like a man. <laughs> and I yell back, don't you dare call me a man. I am Halfling! And, and I fire the arrow at him. Yep. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> you scream, barreling your chest, and you fire an arrow, which lands not even close. Like, if, like if anything, you almost hit Janice. I'm sorry! Janice, it's your action. Oh, enough of this! <laughs> stab Albrecht. Right, you go for a stab attack. It is a 15 plus my bonuses. Which is plus, which is plus 5, which means 20. that that hits. So you take damage, you take d8 plus 2. You take nine Seven. damage. Excellent. Next up is um, you. you um, that's everybody's gone. Bobby's gone twice. So we're now Flatfoot is over. It's up to you guys. What we do? Which is to say that it is Dilge next. 
sister, look what I learned. And I uh, am going to cast a magic missile against the man who's not Janos. I think this what I supposed to do. No one really explained to me. I'm just happy to be out of house. You don't need to roll dice for magic oh. missile. Instead, it fires three darts with these little triangle dice. Cool. So, yeah, that's right. So t- roll those three dice and okay. add three. Four, two, and two. Okay, so eight so plus three is 11 points of damage. Again, Albrecht, you are bombarded by little missiles as you see. Running out naked for some reason. Uh, <laughs> me invisible. Where me coming from? Missiles from air. <laughs> it true. Me your nightmare. <laughs> Before you can, you have time to even process this. Magical darts are flying from his hands, bombarding you as you take a serious hit. You are bloodied and now starting to look in serious damage. The next up is Filge. Um. I run over to him on the ground and I put my foot on his neck. He's not on the ground. What? <laughs> I kick him over and then I put my foot on his neck. you bull rush him. Great. Make, a straight, yeah. make, make an attack. All right. I got 15. 15 plus 5. This is a bull rush. This is to tackle him to the ground. That is enough. So you find this, the, the dwarf. You charge and suddenly another presumably naked yep, orc charges out from behind the boxes and crashes into you in a tackle, slamming you onto the ground. You go prone. And next up is the assassin, who has finally dealt with the fact that the crossbow bolt is in and takes careful aim and hits for... Did I not hit him? You did, but you didn't kill him. Oh. Five, you take a quill suddenly to the neck. Oh, big bloody neck! Five damage, and you start immediately feeling like your joints are locking up. Oh, oh, not me bloody arms. <laughs> Next up is again, now it's Bobby's turn. Um, I yell out, catch me! And I um, leap from above, I like, press the button and release and land uh, uh, in the arms of Filge. Uh, okay, Filge is, Phil is crash tackling someone to the ground. Uh, you are now falling 18 feet from a rod. How- Yelling, catch me, that's fine. So can I roll, I guess I roll a perception check to notice him and then a strength check to catch him? You can. Okay. All right, so this is perception is easy because he's just shouted. It's an eight? Yes, you did. Congratulations, Whoa. Dilch has passed a dice roll. <laughs> and it's a dexterity check to catch him. Okay. It, I roll a two. All right. Four, he got four. Okay. Yep. He misses you, and for the first 10 feet, are fine, and for the second 10 feet, you take... I, as I almost hit the ground, I press the button again and stall myself. And then... Uh, Make a dexterity check, 10. Five plus three dexterity, eight. Uh, you press the button just as you hit the ground, and you take four hit points of damage, so that was a very good idea. Okay. Um, less points for Dilge, who forgot that he has the Featherfall spell, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Me in heat of moment. <laughs> Me invisible. Um, do I? Can I keep doing something? Um, y- yes, you can. We'll call that a rolling. So you're you're near a, them. A rolling go. Um, I grab one of the healing potions and pass it to Janos, so that uh, he's uh, he's well enough to get out of here as best he can. 
So you're just passing him an up and go. <laughs> no, it's a healing potion. Baraka? Like in the middle of combat. <laughs> this guy has my like nuts in a vice at the moment, and the best that I can get him out of here is our best ticket of... Uh, Okay, you throw Sorry. a healing potion to Janos. <laughs> Janos tries to swing, but his arms are both paralysed. <laughs> the potion just sort of smacks him in the chest. <laughs> Bobby Sweetcakes, you've bloody done it again! <laughs> Fortunately, the liquid from the potion drips into the hole in his chest that it has hit him just above. You have to drink healing potions. They're potions. Simon's just been rubbing Panadol <laughs> on his chest the whole time. Quickly, Rumsfeld. Uh, you he, are now staggered, as I said, bleeding and yep. in serious pain. Uh, I spit blood out of my mouth. I remain locked with my eyes against uh, pancake. You are pinned to the ground by an angry yeah, naked orc. that's orb. fine. I don't care. <laughs> locked eyes with, with Mr. Pancake. And I still say, fight me like a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next up is Janos. Uh, I'm going to roll a dexterity check to see if I can grasp this potion that's falling down my body. Why don't you first of all make a constitution check to see all if you can right. overcome the poison. Alright, let's do that. It is two. a two. No, so you are still, you are stiffening and stiffening as you go. So yes, a dexterity is hard to grab a potion. It is a four. Alright, sm- the potion smashes. <laughs> oh, wasted. oh, shit. And you stagger back out of the, as yeah, far out of the way. Yeah. You start staggering, slowing down as you go, as you try and make your way to I'll your man. I'll get you for this, Albert, you shit. Next up is the assassin who is already knocking another arrow into the crossbow, firing it at Janos and rolls a one. So the string breaks probably and you, abort, you, you have a precious amount of time left. Bobby, it's your turn. Um, I fire an arrow at the assassin. That's 19 plus 5. Oh, sorry, it's not Bobby. I forgot. No, oh, sorry. Yeah. Ball sack. Dills. <laughs> was, that, was that the best roll you've done? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Dilge. Dilge. Uh, I notice the... Dilge notices the ching uh, the of light in the window that is the assassin. Totally. Uh, yeah. I go, it worked before, and I magic missile it. Yeah, this is your last spell slot, so go ahead. Roll those dice one more time. This all Dilge have. <laughs> and... Two, one, one. All right, that's plus, not a lot. Uh, plus you one. do six damage, so the, the assassin feels it but is not at all intimidated. Um, Except fortunately, his string bow has snapped, apparently. Yeah. In, in fact, he's more put out by the crossbow, let's be brutally honest. Me, the invisible terror that dare not speak it name. Phils! <laughs> um, me, uh, me say, me the voice from nowhere, me God. <laughs> me tell you. Call off your men. This and then I like... This is, once again, you are... Now, this we will call this a flat intimidation check. You, because although, you know, everything that's been going on, you are being held down by an angry, sweaty, naked half-orc who thinks that they're invisible. So there's a lot to be scared of here. So what you have to do for me is just make... This is a moderate... Um, no, this is an intimidation check. Yes, so Alex, and then you can add your charisma to it. All right, so I have... Oh, no, you can add your strength because you're an orc. 20. Another 20, all right. Yes! If somebody, if if, if anybody doesn't believe these 20s are happening, just come up and have a little look because that's... uh... Yeah, that's what this needs. (laughs) (laughs) Just line up in an orderly fashion, one by one. It all like this Step right up, step right up. See the natural 20 in its little box. Everyone come up and have a bloody squeeze at this dice. Because I'll tell you, it's nothing you can make at home. 
<laughs> Very well. James, Billy, Tony, Chris, Tony too. Tony Junior. Tony Senior. Mark. Matheson. Mary. Barnard. Barnadette. Brutus. Caesar. Lipton. T. Fall back. Fall back. All right, let's get on. An impossible know. number of dwarves who didn't seem to do anything during that fight <laughs> help their wounded boss back as he gets to the safety of the alleyway while Byron and um, Janice's men dive forward and help their um, distressed leader. As Albrick is in the safety of the alley, he turns and looks at the, at the three of you, particularly you, Bobby, points his finger at you and says... He's not who he f says he is. <laughs> oh yeah? Then who is he? Come here and fight like a man! <laughs> Come here and fight like a man! Wow. Let's go, boys. Yeah! Let's go. Yeah, you taught, so. yeah you taught that one, boss. You taught it. And in well. years to come, the men that were present at this exchange of what would become known as the shipline betrayal and the start of the great dock wars of Waterdeep would agree that this was a confusing and somewhat anticlimactic way for the battle to end. Thank you very much, that's Dragon Friends. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, and Simon Greiner in a DM by Dave Harmon with NPC voices by Ben Jenkins. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast is mixed and edited by Ben and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre with music and live accompaniment by Benny Davis. Our is just beginning. Our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that they Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All the Dragon Friends.